I'm Tarina. And I'm Kelly. We're the owners of Say Events, a wedding planning company based in beautiful Vancouver, Canada. This podcast is an honest, behind-the-scenes, no-bullshit look into the wedding industry. With over 15 years' experience in the biz, we share the inside details of what goes on into creating a wedding. We'll interview wedding experts, debate topics, and give you real advice only a wedding planner would know. Maybe it's just our moms, but at least we think we're wildly hilarious. Yes, a wedding has many elements and pieces to bring the day together, but that doesn't mean we can't do it with belly laughs and a sense of humor. This is your consultation. Welcome to the wedding session. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of our podcast, The Wedding Sessions with Say Events. And I'm Tarina. And I'm Kelly. This episode is something we've been going back and forth on whether we should tape. We're about to talk about a bit of a sensitive topic, especially for our COVID couples. And while we hope this is not a trigger for you to listen to, our hope is that you'll walk away knowing you're not alone. And at the end of the podcast, we'll provide you with some tools you can use to help overcome some of the big emotions and frustrations you might be feeling. As we live in this current era of COVID, we are continually shifting how we do events now and looking for ways in which we can do weddings and events in a safe manner. But it has not been easy, especially for our couples. Imagine you're finally engaged and begin the planning process. You're coming down to the wire with weeks left to the big day, and suddenly everything is postponed. Everything you've been planning, the emotions leading up to the day, has now just stopped. How do you even cope? So today's topic, we are talking about feeling the five stages of grief as you start to try and plan or postpone your wedding during COVID. We're going to lead you down an emotional path that you might be feeling right now. The setting is, today is March 21st. I am a bride and I was just told my wedding has to be put on hold. Stage one, denial. Parts of Canada and the world shut down at around different times, but Vancouver specifically shut down the reality that we all knew on Friday, March 20th, 2020. People were sent home to work, shops were closed, and weddings and events were now cancelled. Wait, what? I'm about to get married next weekend. Where does that leave us? Oh my god, this cannot be happening. I've been planning this thing for a whole friggin' year. We've been engaged for two years. This is nuts. We mean people can't travel anymore. I have family coming from out of town. You know what? It'll be over by Canada Day, in, which is in July. Maybe not. No. <laughs> no. Stage two is anger. I'm friggin' pissed. I've been planning this day for a long time. I have a ton of deposits down that I don't even know if I can get back. Some of my vendors are saying that they want to cancel entirely due to safety. Like, I don't even know what's going on. I have family members that are asking me, is it safe? Should you do your wedding? Like, I don't know. Like, stop asking me. I have guests traveling from everywhere. And like, is travel even allowed? And wait a minute. Well, I even get a honeymoon. What the friggin F. And you know what? Like everybody's literally hashtagging this love isn't canceled all over the place. And it's some serious bullshit. My wedding was planned to the very last detail. And now I just have to wait and wait and see and wait. What? And now my venue is telling me that they have these micro weddings. Okay, cool. Wait, how many rules? I can't even dance at my own wedding. I can't even hug my parents. What? Great. <laughs> Stage three, bargaining. 
Now I'm moving into a bargaining stage. Okay, so fine. What do I need to do and who do I need to speak to to make this happen? Maybe I'll shave off a couple people to do a 50-person wedding. I have no idea who I'm going to cut, but maybe we'll figure it out. Maybe we can do it in January instead of July. Maybe we could just do it at the beach outside, even if it is January. We'll just bring blankets. Right? Right? We'll have fire pits in January. In the rainforest. <laughs> Stage four. Depression. Depression hits today, and today I'm feeling... Uh, like Eeyore. <laughs> the experience in my head for my wedding day is now a distant memory. I've already planned one wedding, and now I have to plan another. I don't really feel like looking at my emails to answer yet another question from another vendor or a guest or a family member. I just don't want to look at it. And we can't even do a micro wedding because I can't even downscale my guest count. Who am I supposed to cut from my guest count? I don't even know. Uh, this is way too much for me to think about. I can't even sleep because I'm concerned. Like, what if someone gets sick at my reception? Like, if I do hold a micro wedding, whose responsibility is that? How does that work? And reality is I really wanted to start a family after this wedding and now I have to wait a whole nother year. This really sucks. What should I do? So many people are asking me questions and the truth is I really just don't know. Now, Trina and I are going to talk to you as we're planners because stage five is probably the most important stage you will get to and that's acceptance because finally one day you'll wake up and you'll realize after all this, it is going to be okay. We're in this for the next year but you're surrounded by people who love you and will do whatever they can to help you. You're with your fiance, you're lobster, you're one person. This is something you can overcome together as a couple and it may actually make you stronger for it. And now you have an opportunity maybe to plan the wedding you always wanted but felt you couldn't have. So real talk guys, this is the part where we provide you with the information that's going to help you make the right decision. Whatever you decide, you both should be comfortable with. So first thing to consider, Putting aside the impact of COVID as a virus, you are allowed to be mad and upset and disappointed that your wedding day has been postponed. Planning a wedding is an emotional roller coaster with juggling family relationships while planning a very special day. You're happy, you're frustrated, you're overwhelmed, you're excited. Don't let anyone make you feel ridiculous for having these feelings because nine times out of 10, they already had their own dream wedding, right? <laughs> Sit in your emotions. It is okay to be angry and to be mad. You're allowed to feel that. And stop. You don't have to, like, please anybody. Like, this happened mm -hmm. to you. And it, it sucks. It sucks. <laughs> and you can have these big feelings and you can allow to have some tears, some anger. It's fine. Like, just work through them. And work through them together with your partner. Exactly. And decide together what you want to do. You can downscale to a micro wedding or an elopement. Or have something small now and a party later. Um, or you can wait an entire um, year and just have the wedding that you already had or replan a whole new day. Like there is no right or wrong, uh, just what works best for both of you. So we actually have um, some examples of couples mm -hmm. that have handled COVID yeah. the way they handled it. So we had a couple that decided uh, to have their original wedding day at their venue. Um, so their wedding was originally on April 11th. Mm -hmm right at the very beginning of COVID where we had no idea what was going on. Yeah. So and they got slammed pretty early on. Exactly. And so they a week were, out. <laughs> exactly. And so they made the very quick decision to reschedule to the fall in October. October. Yes. And then from there, they decided, okay, we're going to get married on our original wedding date with just the parents, but the parents had to watch from the house. It was very early on in stages. Mm -hmm. uh, so from there, they were like, it was really much all set to go. And then the bride called me saying, I'm, 
really don't want to go um, have my way without my dad, who happened to live in Toronto at the time, and he still does. So it's like, okay, like we, you don't need to do anything you don't want to do. Like make sure it's the wedding that you want. I know you want to get married, but make sure you have the pieces in place that you really, really want on your wedding day. So fast forward, October, they're supposed to get married. A ton of rules were set to them for their original venue. And it got to the point where it made them really, really sad. They couldn't um, have the wedding that they originally envisioned. So they took a trip to the island and found an entire new venue. And because of COVID, they got married on a weekday. And it's normally a very, very expensive venue. But because they got married on a Thursday and only had 12 people and had pizzas, it was very affordable. Mm -hmm. uh, so they actually end up having the wedding of their dreams even more than the original plan and overall it overcome was, it. It was an awesome experience. <laughs> yeah, they were surrounded by lavenders, like fields, in an orchard of pears and apples. It was beautiful. With pizza made in a wood oven and their dogs running around. It was awesome. None of those things would have happened at their original venue. Not even close. Right. Yeah. Now, in comparison, we have another couple that were originally engaged. They've already been engaged for two years, and they decided that they were going to postpone because they wanted to make sure that they had the wedding that they've always envisioned. And so they actually postponed for the same date but into 2021. Yeah. We ended up actually going to find a whole new venue for them. We actually basically recreated a whole new wedding and she is so much happier for it. Yeah. She definitely like, we were like, well, maybe let's look into different venues. Cause she wasn't hundred percent happy mm -hmm. with her original venue. We're like, well, this might be an opportunity. So let's take a look. And so they booked the venue without even seeing it. Yeah. They just saw pictures and trusted us. We go there and they loved it. So it got them really excited for their wedding exactly. again. So yeah. that we had like a full new consult and everything. And she was just, she was just brimming with joy at the end of it. So it was lots of fun. Yeah. Now with that being said, consider what your non-negotiables are and what you would be kind of disappointed if it ends up happening on the day. The last thing you want is to walk into your reception with a big old frown on your face. because <laughs> You cannot Photoshop a smile. Yeah. Now, for example, Trina already touched on it. Maybe your parents have to fly in from out of town. Or maybe you want to be able to have a dance party. Currently, right now, while we're taping this, the only dancing that guests are that is allowed to happen at a wedding reception is the first dance with the bride and the groom. And that this is, is that is it specifically to BC rules. Now, BC other Vancouver. places in the world have different rules, but mm -hmm. specifically here in British Columbia, that is the rule. We have pretty tight guidelines. Mm -hmm. We're only allowed to have fifty people, so that's kind of why we keep referencing the number fifty. We're only allowed fifty in the um for the reception. Um, so we're working with some pretty tight rules um, mm -hmm. with regard to, you know, for everyone's safety. So, um, you know, maybe, you know, kind of going back to the whole dance, maybe you want a dance party and mm -hmm. you can't do that because all you're allowed to do really is a first dance. Yeah. And maybe you always envision having like turning music up and just dancing all night. Which we, we have a couple we have a lot of those that, um, like they were totally for this micro wedding. And then we sat down with them and realized that like he continuously, the groom continuously said he wanted a dance party, wanted mm -hmm. a dance party. So we realistically said like, we don't think this is a great choice for you having a micro wedding because you're not going to have that party that you want. Exactly. Ultimately they did exactly. decide to push it to next year because they didn't want to walk in again, disappointed in their wedding day. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Another big thing too is the guest count. So again, we were, we always sort of been talking about, you know, 50 people. I know there are some parts in, um, in the States, for example, um, where it's actually based on more of a percentage of the entire mm -hmm. space. Um, so everyone's kind of doing it a little bit differently, but if you've already had, if you've already selected your guests for your wedding and then all of a sudden now you have to shave off 75% of them, how do you pick? Mm -hmm. And it's not about them not understanding. It's about the experience and about having 
your community and your village with you on the day of your wedding. So even though they're okay with the fact that COVID's happening and you're not able to have everybody there, it might actually just be you being disappointed that you're not able to have all of your your family members or your friends even that are going to be there in the space as well. So now flipping to the other end of that devil's advocate here is that a couple of our brides wanted a small wedding and couldn't have it because of their family. Mm -hmm. But with COVID, they're forced to have a small wedding. They have definitely been capitalizing on the 50 guests. Yeah. (laughs) So it kind of worked out in their favor. Um, Staying safe and like it seemed to work out quite well for a couple, two of our couples that um, were like, no, this is what we originally wanted, mm-hmm. but we had to adhere to family members. So there are ways around it. Yes. And uh, also a lot of the venues, they want to book weddings versus having nothing. They were right. used to having a sales roster of like, you know, back to back events. So some venues are willing to give you a very good deal, right? Maybe something that you wouldn't have the opportunity to mm-hmm. do. So you could have your dream wedding with a smaller guest count in a place that you probably wouldn't have been able to afford in the first place. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, I need the flexibility too with that as well. I mean, we're finding a lot of our clients are doing kind of weekday Thursday. Mm-hmm. You know, not Wednesday, but Thursday actually has been doing Thursday kind of has been a popular one. Or Friday. Very very popular right now. And so if you're a little bit flexible with that and that mm-hmm. kind of works with you, then you could potentially end up having that dream wedding that you didn't really think you wanted. Um, but that seems to be the common consensus mm-hmm. after the smallest weddings we've done over the last couple weekends, where it's been like, this is actually what we always wanted, mm-hmm. but we were, um, we were tied in with the family expectation of having mm-hmm. something bigger. So, yeah. So another one to think about is to source locally. We often do push to source local in our podcast uh, because we are a local business ourselves, mm-hmm. but like go to the small businesses that are hurting right now and see how you can support them. So can they provide desserts for your wedding can they do guest favors um maybe like a takeaway at the beginning mm-hmm. or um i think anything i think the big one actually with sourcing locally especially mm-hmm. with the era that we're in right now with the era of covid is um things being stuck at the border mm-hmm. i cannot tell you or the how boat. or yeah. the boat i cannot tell you how many how many brides are like my dress is at the border i cannot mm-hmm. reach my dress i can see it I cannot touch it <laughs> and that's a big thing so there's a lot of wedding you know um bridal you know companies in, you know, in Vancouver, in the city and wherever, anywhere, you, you know, if you look locally in your own little neighborhood, you probably have some, um, you know, designers that are there that could create a dress for you there. You can try it on. It's yeah. fitted to your body. I mean, it's an amazing experience because you don't usually get that sort of, uh, that level of, of, uh, um, design and yeah. that level of service. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, um, you'd be actually really surprised at the people that you can actually find close to home. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a really funny story about it, though. I, I'm not sure if you know it, but so uh, Laura, who mm-hmm. was our lavender field bride, mm-hmm. um, they had ribbons sitting on the state side, but they couldn't get out of their P.O. box. Oh, no. So in B.C., if you look at a, a map, uh, there's a street called Zero Avenue, which is literally on the left side is Canada and on the right side is the US. Yeah. It's very weird. It's very patrolled mostly, but like basically if you throw a frisbee, you could throw it in Canada very easily. Yeah. So she got her friend to throw this ribbon that we put in the tree over so, Zero Ave. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. So like to, I, it, it was we cut that thing up and threw. hung it from a tree. Yeah. I tell you, it was really beautiful in those photos, but that's really funny. <laughs> So I just can't imagine them going to the zero app and be like, here's your ribbon. Blog. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Yeah. And I think, I think the last thing to consider when you are um, trying to work through this whole planning and replanning again 
is if you're really concerned about navigating this whole um, season, hire a planner. That's why we're here. They're there to assist you with your contracts and understanding when you can and what you can't do right now. Um, depending on where you are in the world, things are changing on a minute by minute basis. And we are always trying to work with all of our vendors and um, make sure that everybody feels safe, but that we're able to still do what we need to do. And, you know, sometimes you don't necessarily understand why things are happening as well. That can also kind of contribute to the frustration and the anger that you're feeling sometimes when you think you're being ripped off or you think you're like, oh my God, it's one more obstacle. It's like, well, the reason why they do that is because of XYZ. Your planner is there to help explain that and help. Um, help provide you with any sort of tools or solutions or just tips and tricks just to kind of help it make a little bit of a smoother process but also to like fight a little bit for you yeah so a great example is the wedding that we're doing next week Mm -hmm. where they were said absolutely no dancing and there's a community of planners in vancouver on facebook and they were able to get an answer directly from the health board that's taking care of it all saying clarifying that no 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 dancing is allowed just only the first dance Mm -hmm. but the general rule was like absolutely no dancing and we were like that can't happen our bride is a dancer (laughs) (laughs) she's a dance instructor because we literally were about to take a bow speaker in the forest and let them have their first dance we'll make it happen yeah so we're there to fight for your honor (laughs) 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 and also make sure that every rule has been checked so that you can have the wedding that you want within the safe guidelines guidelines and the protocols that Mm -hmm. are being kind of issued absolutely Mm -hmm. so um, so yeah, so that's our kind of short and sweet little episode of, um, the five stages of grief. Yes. We didn't want to embark on it too much because I mean, it's really crappy that it's happening, but it is an important topic to talk about because like everybody's at different stages, they're planning. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know some couples that have postponed their wedding now three times. So we just wanted to address it exactly, and I mean, say that we're here for you and exactly. it's okay. Yeah. And I think the biggest takeaway is stay excited. You're still going to get married to your your partner, person. your person, yeah. your love, like keep that energy. <laughs> like, yes. This will make you stronger if you can hold out. <laughs> yes. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. as long as you look down the aisle and your person is there, that's all that really, really matters. Mm-hmm. All the other fun stuff. I mean, I love all that stuff. It's literally <laughs> my jam. And so I, I, I'm heartbroken when I hear about all these things that are happening to all of our couples and to couples all over the world. And, um, it is, it is a really, really unique experience that everyone's having. And, uh, you know, we're all, I hate this, the idea of saying that we're all in this together because we're all, you're right. We're all at different stages. Some yes. of us are just starting. Some of us have been planning. Some of us are like, I'm getting married tomorrow. You're telling me I cannot do it. <laughs> yeah. like, I've been waiting for friggin' ever mm-hmm. for this. My Prince Charming literally rolled in like two years into my, you know, two years ago in my life. Yeah. I've been planning this since I was a little kid. So <laughs> we're getting it done. This is happening. It's happening. Mm-hmm. So it will happen eventually. How you do it, do it together, make the choice together and really talk about how you want it to go. Exactly. Okay. Don't be afraid to be upset. It's yes. okay. It's totally fine. And just listen to our podcast. Cheer up. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Stay safe, everybody. Chin up. You will get married. <laughs> and we'll make it happen. All right. Take care. Bye. Hey there. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Wedding Session. Remember to hit subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so you can get updates to your phone for the latest episodes. Want to connect with us? Hit us up on Instagram at The Wedding Session.
We're people first and planners second and understand everyone deserves their own unique wedding experience. So when it comes to planning your wedding, do what's right for you. This episode was written, produced, and created by us. us.